You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I only have a little bit of time, and I got a lot to say, as always. So buckle up. Just re- I, You think I'm kidding. I'm not. Buckle up. Buckle up. Jesus has been talking to me since I walked in the door about what he wants to share with you today, and it is such good news. It is such good news. Uh, I want to just do a couple of housekeeping things before I jump in, okay? Um, I have written a book, and you can get a free copy out of, of it at the website, www.thepathfreebook.com. We probably have copies back in the back, maybe. Oh, uh, well, well, you can get them next week, okay, if you want a real book, right? Uh, you can follow me on social media, and I encourage you to join the Path to Purpose with Shalise Jimenez on Facebook, because I do weekly Facebook Lives there, and there's lots of really good content, okay? And there's a Shalise page and Instagram and stuff, but that's really kind of the inside group. It's the place that I do my lives and also have a podcast. So I want you to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or whatever podcast platform you like, uh, and you're going to want to after you hear what I have to say today. So just make a note of those resources or go back and listen. And I'm not being um, conceited or not being like, oh, follow me and all that stuff. No, you're about to hear the good news of the gospel, and you're going to hear it with fresh ears. You're going to hear it like you've never heard it before. How do I know? Because the Holy Spirit said so. So you're gonna, your ears are opening right now. Because Romans 1.16 says that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power unto salvation. And that word salvation is not about going to heaven. It is not about the afterlife. It is about right now here in the dirty this life. And it's about you living God's life. It's about Zoe life. It's about Jesus Christ living his life through you to such an extent that when people come into your presence, they are seeing Jesus Christ with your skin on. Okay, there is such a higher level of existence than what we have been living. We are living, most of us, like mere human beings, trying to commune with a God that is way up in heaven somewhere, and we're just hoping that he can hear our prayers. And that is a lie, that is a deception, it is a false gospel. And the Apostle Paul would actually curse people that would talk like that. He said, let them be accursed if they teach any other gospel or if you hear a gospel other than the one I'm preaching. So I want to dive in a little bit to the epistles this morning and talk about what the actual gospel is. And, you know, obviously I need to also just say, hi, I love you. (laughs) Hi, I love you. I love you. I love Joe. I love Nancy. I love the Barlows. I love all of you. You're home. And so I'm so happy to be here. So before I get too intense. Okay. So I want to go a couple of places and jump off right into the deep end this morning. The first off, the name of this message is called The Illusion of Lack. And um, you might want to write that down, The Illusion of Lack. And I want to go first to Ephesians 1.3. And I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation so that we can hear it in 2021 English so that we can understand it, okay? In the King James Version, it says we have, you know, blessed be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. But I'm gonna read it to you in the Passion Translation so you can grab this, okay? It says, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm 
has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father, the father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all of our hearts. Now, I want to highlight this phrase to you. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already, already been lavished upon us. Let me say it a different way. All that heaven contains has already been lavished upon us. Okay, that's the first thing I want to say. You lack nothing. All of heaven has already been lavished upon you. Lack is an illusion. It is a deception of the 3D material realm. Ooh, hear me again. Lack is an illusion. It is a deception of the 3D material realm. Do you understand that? It's a deception of the seen realm. Lack is an illusion. It is a deception of the seen realm. Can you receive that? Okay, now let's go over to Colossians for a second because I have to remind you of what Jesus has accomplished. And I have to remind you of the full extent of what he has accomplished because we either don't realize it or we don't remember it. And we need to meditate on these truths, you guys, until they become our default reality, our default way of thinking, and our default program. Because we have all been programmed in a fallen world system. We have been taught since the day we were born that something is wrong with us. And the truth is you are in Christ and there is nothing wrong with you. What was wrong with you was crucified with Christ. Everything that was wrong with you was crucified with Christ. There is nothing wrong with you. You've been lied to. You've been lied to. And you've believed it. And so that you've acted out of the wrong identity. So in Ephesians, here's what it says. And I just want you to hear the gospel. Okay. Let me go. I'm going to Colossians. And I'm going to read it. Why can't I find what I'm trying to... Let me go to my... I saved it. Okay, we're going to start in Colossians 1.19. And it says this in the Amplified Version. For it pleased the Father... Now I'm going to go up a little further up, okay? Verse 13. For he has rescued us and drawn us into himself. I want you to just hear that phrase. He has rescued us and drawn him into himself, inside of God, from the dominion of darkness, and has transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. A lot of times we miss where the kingdom is. And we think, oh, I was translated from this kingdom of darkness and I was translated over here to this kingdom of of God's son. And we don't realize that all of this is inside of Christ. That he took us out of the dominion of darkness, out of the world system, and he put us inside of himself. We exist inside of God right now. The kingdom of God is in us, but Jesus is in us. The Trinity is in us. The fullness of the Godhead is in us. And so we are living in a completely different reality, in a completely different realm that we are oblivious to most of the time. 
And it says, in whom we have redemption because of his sacrifice, resulting in the forgiveness of our sins and the cancellation of sin's penalty. So sin consciousness is the only sin left. That's worth tweeting too. Sin consciousness is the only sin left. Being conscious of sin, being conscious of what's wrong with us. It is antichrist. It is literally antichrist. Verse 15, he is the exact living image, the essential manifestation of the unseen God. Talking about Jesus. The visible representation of the invisible. Man, that's a powerful phrase. The firstborn, the preeminent one, the sovereign, the originator of all creation. Jesus Christ is the originator of all creation. For by him, who Jesus, all things were created in heaven and earth, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created, and listen to this, and exist through him. That is by his activity and for him. What things? All things exist through him and for him. It says, and he himself existed and is before all things, and in him all things hold together. This table holds together in him. You hold together in him. He is at, he is holding you together. He is the very existence of you at a quark level, at a subatomic level, at an invisible level. You are completely infused with the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Lack is an illusion. And he himself existed and is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the controlling, cohesive force of the universe. He is also the head, the life source, the leader of the body, the church, and he is the beginning, the firstborn among the dead, so that he himself will occupy the first place. He stands supreme and is preeminent in everything. For it pleased the Father, for all the fullness of the deity, the sum total of his essence, all his perfection, powers, and attributes to dwell permanently in him, the Son. And through the intervention of the Son to reconcile, listen to this, all things to himself, making peace through the blood of his cross, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So this work of Jesus, reconciling all things into himself. The apostle Paul told the unbelievers in Athens that we live and move and have our being inside of God. There is no separation left. We live in a universe that is filled with Jesus Christ. Atoms are filled with Jesus Christ. The entire cosmos, whether thrones, whether this, whether visible, invisible, all reconciled in Jesus Christ. And you are included in that. 
You are in him. You are complete. You are holy. You are righteous. You are innocent. Why? Because you're in him and you lack nothing. But here's the trick. It's invisible, y'all. This is an invisible reality. This is an invisible kingdom. This is an invisible reconciliation. And it will remain invisible until believers become believers. Until we actually stand up in who we are. Until we stop being, you guys think about the way we talk. We're always talking out of lack. We're trying to believe to receive something we already have. It doesn't work. You can't get something you already have. Do you understand how much that's like a dog chasing their tail? You're asking for something you already have rather than manifesting an invisible reality that you already possess. We're simply materializing heaven. We're materializing the victory of what has become ours in Christ. We are inheritors. We are joint heirs. We are the body. He is the head. We are one with Jesus Christ. I can barely listen to worship anymore, y'all. And I don't mean that critical because there's so many beautiful gifts, but he's not chasing us. I love y'all, but he is not chasing us. We have been found. We have been joined. And as long as we're singing like we lack something, we're going to continue to do it. It is time. It is time to get out of the lack business and into the materialization business. The new agers have got us beat and it's a mess because they don't operate out of lack and they don't even know the one they're living in. (sighs) It'll preach you happy, but we got to get, it's got to be your message. It's got to be yours. This has got to be your revelation. You've got to dive into what is the actual gospel. You lack nothing. You lack nothing. I told one of my students the other day, one of my grad students, I said, you are a commander of wealth. Quit letting money rule your life. Talk to your money. Take dominion over the seen realm in Jesus' name and manifest what he owns. What does he own? It all, it all. He said, the silver is mine, the gold is mine. He's the lawful owner of all things, it says in Hebrews 12. All that heaven contains has already been lavished upon you. You are a creative force, created to speak heaven into existence, created to see the invisible realm with your eyes of faith. You can see what belongs to you in Christ. How? With your imagination. What is the need? What is the need? We don't, you know, I don't need anything but Jesus. Well, okay. I mean, it sounds good, but it's weak. It's weak. You're not weak. You're not a victim. You're not powerless. 
You are the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ with skin on. Colossians 3.1 says, my resurrection is your resurrection. We can live post-death right now. We can experience resurrected life. We can, ex- you guys, are you following me? I'm not meaning to come like the way it sounds maybe. But we got to wake up. We have got to wake up and begin materializing what is ours. What is ours? When I said he was a commander of wealth, I said, you need to get your money out and start talking to it because it's been talking to you for decades and been telling you, bossing you around, telling you what you can and can't do. Really? We're a slave to some little greenbacks in our wallets? Telling us what is possible? Excuse me. Yes. We are one. We're one. And it's time to see something. Okay? Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. It's such a simple formula. Just see it. Receive, when we say we're receiving it, we're just receiving it in material form. God doesn't have to get off the throne. God doesn't have to, you know, there's nothing that has to happen except for you and I to see the unseen and to partner with what has already been given. Am I making sense? Can you receive it? Because I'm really not trying to, to be critical, but I really am shaking you awake. Because as long as you live in a place of lacking something, first of all, it is miserable. No wonder we're upset. You know, it's miserable to have lack in our lives. I mean, it's, and it's miserable to, to see yourself apart from Christ. That is a miserable existence. To, to, to be relating to yourself out of an identity that lacks something. And the identity apart from Christ is an illusion. And we're trying to perfect and clean something up that is dead. Mind renewal is all that's left to do. And mind renewal simply means I'm going to agree with the gospel. I'm going to reprogram this computer to believe that I lack nothing. I'm going to reprogram this computer to believe that I am one with Jesus Christ. I'm going to reprogram this computer to see the unseen. That when I hear an evil report or I hear something negative come in, the first thought is, oh, what's in the invisible realm right now that's needed? Okay, I see that. I got it. Lord, what are you asking me to do? Oh, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't have the money for that. I don't have the, the time for that. I don't have the resources for that. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, this stuff doesn't limit me. This is not the reality that I live in. What is needed? Holy Spirit, okay, I see it. I got it. And then you act like you do. You act like you do. Do you know when you have something, you act different? You know? I mean, and this, these are simple analogies, but when I booked my flight to Chicago, I, I, I was coming to Chicago. I was materializing being here. So I started acting like I had a future that I yet was to live in. I started making arrangements, packing my bags, getting something for the dogs, you know. I mean, why? Because I, I was doing, I had a future that I received. This was happening. It was a done deal. 
But yet when we receive something in the spirit and we see a future that God is sharing with you, do we act like it's already done? Do we make the steps of faith like we already have it? Because the unseen realm realm is more real than this realm? Because it is. It is more real. It is more real. But this is an illusion. This is, the, this is an illusion that this is all there is. And when you read the gospels, all Jesus was doing was materializing heaven. Whether that was healing, whether that was going fishing and catching, you know, this, this crazy amount of fish, whether it was getting his taxes paid. And he was super creative in the way that he materialized it. I think the Holy Spirit likes to have fun. He likes to have fun materializing heaven. I think he likes to mess with people's minds. I think he likes to blow people's minds with what's possible, with what's possible. And so we need to get the focus off of what isn't and onto what is. Do you hear what I'm saying, guys? Okay, so I want you to think of some area in your life right now that is not representing heaven. A lot of us have been praying and thinking God's not hearing our prayers, thinking we're waiting on God, thinking God is cherry picking what prayers he answers, what prayers he doesn't answer. Sometimes he gets healed, sometimes you don't get healed, just depends on God's mood. You know, well, let's, let's get 10 believers together and do it. Let's get, a, let's get a stadium full of believers and pray for God to send something rather than recognizing that we already have it. So look at some area of your life where there just needs some, you know, some heaven needs to materialize. Maybe it's in your body. Maybe it's in your finances. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's in your kids' lives. Well, what are you seeing? What are you focused on? Are you focused on the problem? Are you focused how God's not showed up? Are you focused on how long am I going to have to live in this situation? Is this ever going to change? Or are you seeing it from heaven's, with heaven's eyes? Are you seeing the materialization of heaven in that situation? What does it look like? What does heaven look like in that situation? If I had time this morning, I could tell you testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony of how this is how prayer works. You know, when you look in the word of God, you'll realize that a lot of prayer is just somebody deciding what's going to happen. You know, Jesus just spoke to a fig tree. All he said was, no, no man's not going to eat fruit of you again. Elijah just stood before the king and said, it's not going to rain for three years. Now, granted, I believe the Holy Spirit was in that partnering because Jesus only did what he saw the father doing. He only said what he saw, you know, said, only said what the father was saying. Why? Because he lived as one with the father. But this becomes such a natural way of existing that you just, you just, if it, is it heaven? Is that what heaven looks like? Well, then ask the Holy Spirit, give me something. What should I see? What should I say? He will get involved because it glorifies Jesus. 
it materializes the reality of who Jesus Christ is. And when Jesus was talking about the coming of the Holy Spirit, he says, he will not speak of himself, but whatever he hears, that shall he speak. And he will show you the future. He will show you the future. And you know what the future looks like in Holy Spirit's eyes? Heaven. (laughs) If it doesn't look like heaven, that's not the Holy Spirit. That's called a wicked and vain imagination. And you take that obedience to your thoughts captive to Christ. So what does that mean? You put them inside of Christ where everything is. You, put every, you take every thought captive to the reconciliation of all things. You take every thought captive to wait a second. There is nothing apart from Christ. Now, the ramifications of this have a lot of theological conclusions that I am not prepared to go into today, but they are worth thinking about. That if Jesus has reconciled all things to himself, what isn't reconciled? What is the ministry of reconciliation? What am I doing when I'm doing the ministry of reconciliation? I mean, I know we think it's preaching the gospel to people that don't, which I agree. We want to announce, hey, you've been reconciled. You've been reconciled to Jesus. Wake up. Wake up. He's reconciled all things to himself, including you. You've been living in God and didn't even know it. Wake up. Wake up. Receive. Receive the truth. Receive the gospel. Oh, you're speaking in tongues already just while I was talking? Awesome. You got it. Because why? You were already there. But it's more than just preaching the gospel. The ministry of reconciliation is telling your iPhone, you're in Christ. You are, it is illegal for you to stop working. (laughs) You think I'm joking. Talk to Wit over here and her computer. It's been raised from the dead like, how many times, Wit? (laughs) Seven times she's raised the computer from the dead by preaching the gospel to it. You're reconciled with Jesus. Live, live. Your car, your refrigerator, your foot, your wallet, your TV set, Connie. But you know what we do? Oh, this stupid TV, stupid computer, this stupid phone, oh, this old body. What are we doing? We're materializing. We're materializers. Human beings are designed to govern the same realm. The question is, what are we materializing? Quantum, physics ha- quantum physicists have discovered that mechanical models of the atom, Newtonian physics is wrong. That at a quantum level, elements like electrons and protons are actually somehow conscious that they react different to human observation. That subatomic particles are energy waves, meaning they're invisible until a human being observes them and then they become a particle. What in the world? What in the world is right? Human beings and the unseen realm and the physical, what appears to be, this is even an illusion. I mean, there's some great books that I've been reading about human perception and some things. It is mind-boggling how much of this world is an illusion. And we are born to materialize already. We're already materializing. What, what, what are we materializing? What we're observing, 
what we see, what we believe. And so we need to really recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord, yes, but Lord over all, yes. But we as his body have a part to play in materializing his lordship, in materializing what is real and invisible reality. And so we must recognize we lack nothing. It's just invisible. And we have to shift our focus. We have to shift our focus. I am perfect. I am one. I'm with Christ. In Jesus' name, all that heaven contains belongs to me. I'm a joint heir. I'm a co-heir with Jesus. So what needs to be materialized? What am I going to focus on? Doctor's reports or the future the Holy Spirit is showing me? What am I going to focus on? Physical pain or the victory of Jesus bearing my pain? What you focus, and I'm not saying it's easy all the time, guys. The fight of faith is a focus fight. It is a focus fight and a fight for words. It is a fight for what is going to materialize. So get, you know, when it says the gospel is the power of salvation, think about what that really means. Why is the gospel the power of salvation? Because it declares who you are. It declares what's been accomplished. It declares what belongs to you. It declares a new identity, a whole new creation, an entirely new creation, a reconciled creation that is an invisible reality that now you are invited into to continue the ministry or the manifestation of Jesus in the world. Okay, Father, well, we're wrapping and I'm hot. I preach myself hot. Ooh, it's the presence of God. So here's what I want to do. Everybody just hold out their hands. When I was doing a little bit of pre-service prayer this morning, I saw the angels come, you know, came with me and I was appreciative. I, you know, again, you forget. You forget to connect with invisible material reality that's, that's unseen. And I saw them with stuff in their hands. And so I want you to close your eyes and I want you to just connect with your uh, spiritual eyes and I want you to use your imagination, trusting that the Holy Spirit has enlightened the eyes of your understanding that, that this, is, this, is, this is real. Even though I'm leading you through it, it is real, okay? As the angels come in right now, I want you to visualize them bringing you something because I knew that no one was left out today that everyone is receiving something from heaven today. You're materializing, hey, something from heaven today. I said earlier to think about an area of your life that where heaven needed to show up. And I want you, if that's, if that's in your heart, I want you to wreck just to receive right now the materialization of that. I want you to see it. Some of you are like looking at it like a little movie projector. And you can see in that little movie projector a scene 
of what the, what life is supposed to look like. You can see a, a, something resolved. Some of you may be getting a mirror. I see somebody's gotten a mirror. Why are you getting a mirror? So that you can see Christ in you. So that you can see your reflection, the way that you look in heaven. Some of you are getting new eyes, new eyeglasses. Some of you are getting new shoes because it's time to run. And you've been waiting like it's, you're waiting on something. Right? I see a robe coming in. Just grab these if this sounds like you. The robes. I see robes of a coming in. Of These are righteousness. This is a revelation of your righteousness in God. That you, don't, you need to get off, you know, beating yourself up and, 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 and interacting with yourself like you're someone you're not. Healing. Healings. Healings for you, healings for others. And you're just seeing it now. You're seeing the person whole. You're seeing yourself whole. Financial miracles, bills paid, a prosperous future, giving money to others, inviting people over to this estate that God has given you because you believed. You were, you were wild enough to believe the gospel. I see ministries, future ministries, businesses. People are wanting to have additional children and have had trouble. Well, see your babes, see your babies. Yeah. And so, you know, Jesus was ministered to angels, by angels. When he was in the wilderness and he was having that identity fight over his life, and, and God was saying, you know, if you, I mean, the enemy, you know, Satan was saying, if you be the son of God, prove it. If you be the son of God, prove it. If you be the son of God, prove it. And then he, he was weak and he came to the end of the wilderness. And it says the angels came and ministered to him. This is a scriptural thing to receive the ministry of angels this morning. And I know just because it's your imagination, it can feel like, oh, well, this is just me. This is just Shalee. She's just making this up. That's the way faith works. The invisible realm can be connected to through our imagination. We can see something that isn't physical. So by faith, receive it. Receive the ministry of the angels that are here this morning. And I'll wrap with this. You guys can just keep receiving while I share. You know, Pastor Joe called me maybe a week ago before I even knew I was coming. And he was talking about this testimony of Lester Summerall, who was praying for someone to be delivered. And this woman was possessed. And the whole time that Lester was praying from her for her, she had her hand clenched, just clenched tight. And when she finally got delivered, when Lester, you know, cast that devil out of her, she opened up her hand and she had hair in it, black hair. And they went and did some testing on that hair and they discovered that it was not of human origin. When he said that to me, I was reminded immediately of a testimony that happened in my life. And it was one day when I had ordained someone and I just fell in the, under the power of God. Very awkward. Thank God I had a good leadership team. I'm just laying on the floor, you know, probably drooling on myself. Who knows? And, but I had this encounter. And in this encounter, there were this, this cup 
and it was slow motion water. I don't know how to explain it, except it was like thick and it was moving in slow motion. And these angels were making me drink it, which is why I was drooling. (laughs) I was out of it, just like that. And so I stood up after the encounter and I shared it. I said, these cups are all over this room. On every surface in this whole room, there's these cups of this slow-mo water. And this one brave woman picks up an invisible cup and decides to drink it. And when she drank it, it dissolved her gum. She was chewing gum. She drank an invisible spirit water cup and it dissolved her gum. Why am I saying that? Because those are two real world examples of the unseen materializing. So when, we, when I say there's angels, dang it, connect with the angels. This feels weird because we've been trapped in this illusion for too long. You lack nothing. And you are just receive whatever the gift is that they brought. And it's not because you didn't lack it, lack, that you lacked it. It's that you needed to believe it. Amen? Amen. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.